Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I'm Carrie Nolan. It's Monday, June 18th, and time for WQXR's Washington Report Online. Joining us now, as he does every Monday, is David Sanger, Chief Washington Correspondent for The New York Times. Good morning, David. Morning, Carrie. David, there were critical elections overseas over the weekend with some mixed results. Let's start with Egypt. It appears that the Muslim Brotherhood has won, but it also seems like the military is bringing about a kind of soft coup. What's going on there? Well, nobody's entirely sure, and including nobody here in Washington. The big fear going into these elections by the United States, say two or three months ago, was that there would be a pretty complete victory by not only the Muslim Brotherhood, but by the far right, the Salafists, who are the true hardcore Islamist party. And the secondary concern was that the generals would hold on to power. That's been flipped around now. It appears as if the Muslim Brotherhood did pretty well in this election, but in the past 48 hours, you've seen the military rewrite many of the rules on their own terms, declared that they're putting together exclusively the committee that will write the Constitution. They've preserved for themselves almost all of the major rights and dissolved the parliament with the help of a court that got elected back in January. And so it certainly looks right now as if the U.S. is going to be dealing with a bunch of Mubarak leftovers, now that Mr. Mubarak himself, of course, has been convicted. Let's move on to Greece. There's a little more progress there, and it looks like the winner of the elections would take the deal on the table with Europe. Is that right? That's right. The winner was this center-right party called New Democracy, and it supports Greece staying in the currency union, and thus keeping together the big experiment of the euro. And that was initially greeted by the markets, but now I think, as you've seen a bit of a sell-off while we were all asleep, there's been the recognition that this party is not going to have any even easier any easier time cutting the budget and coming into compliance with the euro's rules than the previous prime minister. And meanwhile, there's been a big run on Spain. Interest rates there for lending to the Spanish government are up over 7%. And that's been the fear all along, that as soon as you seem to make progress in a smaller economy like Greece, then the markets turn around and the next attack is on the larger economies. Here at home, it's been an interesting couple of weeks on the presidential campaign trail. There's been lots of money raised on both sides. But what about the candidates' messages? Are they getting lost? I think they are a bit. President Obama, in particular, has been a bit thrown off of his message in recent times, partly because of bad economic numbers, partly because I think the campaign has not really settled on exactly what that message is. I I think they're still struggling with the question of how much he talks about his second term and whether or not a vision for the future has to be laid out more clearly. At the same time, when you watch Governor Romney being interviewed and he talks generally about his tax plans and so forth, he is staying so far away from any specifics that could enable anybody to actually question whether or not his plan is more than an aspiration. So I think uh, right now we're in that sort of ugly interregnum before the conventions and before the debates where both sides are being pretty vague. Finally, David, it looks like the country's about to have that debate over the use of cyber warfare, despite the many investigations. What's the story there? 
Well, the debate that you see beginning to come out, and this comes out in part from a story that I wrote, which was an excerpt from a book, but also has come out from many other discussions since, is whether or not the U.S. should be using cyber weapons as uh, the U.S. did against Iran. And it's a big and difficult question because obviously we're the most vulnerable country to the use of cyber ourselves. And what I've just noticed is that in the past week, as some of the other debates have sort of calmed down, you're beginning to see much more discussion of the question of how the U.S. wants to make use of these weapons. And that's an important debate to have. It's a long, long way from being resolved, just as it took a long way to figure out how and when to use drones. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you. David Sanger is Chief Washington Correspondent for the New York Times. I'm Carrie Nolan, and that's the Washington Report on Classical 105.9 FM, WQXR.